Hello and welcome to season two. I currently don't have any specific introduction that we're going to be doing. It's really just diving on in and welcome. If you're first time listener, today is January 1st, 2024. It's actually so exciting because it's a whole year of opportunity and growth. So for this upcoming year, I'm really focusing on honesty and honesty within myself and within others and speaking the desires I want into the world as well as sharing my boundaries and my emotions and just anything in between. I feel like sometimes I will put on a mask to really hide my authentic self because I don't want to upset anyone. And by doing that, I'm not able to fully surrender and show up. So our goal for 2024 is to be honest, to break down the walls that we continuously keep building up and to really focus in on true happiness and joy from within your heart and from within your gut and your intuition and just believing, truly believing that the universe has your back and that she wants the best for you and if it's a not if it's not a fuck yes right now or a fuck no it might just be a not yet and that's okay and it might feel a bit icky in the middle and not sure how to process that or the different steps to take but just trusting that the universe is there willing for you to take those sticky messy steps and those desires you want will happen in divine timing. So I am super excited for this podcast. We are starting off fresh season two. I'm not really sure. I was thinking today when I was driving, I'm not really sure how my seasons are going to work. And in the car, I like got this download from the universe saying, don't worry about it. Like, I will let you know, aka the universe will let me know. And I just felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders. I feel like season one was just me learning to find my voice and find my passions and learn to trust the pings and the intuitions and the like nudges on my heart, which I had a very hard time doing because I was so stuck in my masculine, in my fight or flight, in my adrenaline stage, that becoming or moving closer into the feminine was terrifying. Going with the flow was terrifying. And I convinced myself to go against the flow because then I would be safe. But through a lot of reflection over this past year and even over the past few years that I've been stuck in the masculine, I realized it's okay to rest in the feminine and to flow and embody who I am currently craving to become. It doesn't mean for the rest of my life I may only be flowing in my feminine energy. I may pull back a little bit more masculine at some time. Again, it will all unfold as it is meant to be. But as of right now, in this moment, I am feeling the pull to surrender into my feminine. So with all of that, the other night I pulled 
um, some oracle card, not oracle, tarot cards. Um, I pulled oracle cards for something else the other night, but I pulled tarot cards for our January energy reading. And kind of what sparked this idea, I originally, when I was doing all my planning, so let me back up a little bit and explain my New Year's Eve planning slash not necessarily New Year's Eve planning because honestly, it's New Year's Eve right now and I'm recording this. And, but just my planning for the new year. And I'm not necessarily planning as if it is like a brand new year, because if you really look back at it, the new year is in the spring when the spring equinox comes. We are currently in the dead of winter. And if I'm really learning to flow in with the universe, I'm trusting that right now is not the time to be like, let's make all these resolutions. Not saying I'm not making resolutions. I'm going to be making quarterly resolutions and really focusing in quarter by quarter. So this first quarter is January, February, March, and I took time to figure out how I was able to show up. Well, back up. (laughs) I'm jumping ahead. So before that, I did look at the overall goal. So speaking of trying to be honest, (laughs) apparently I just lied a little bit. Um, I did look at resolutions for the full year. I came up with goals and what I wanted to accomplish. So I guess they weren't necessarily resolutions. They were more so goals. So for instance, I knew what I was feeling in my heart and the different meditations I was doing and the pings I was listening to. I was feeling in my heart that by the end of 2024, I am, I literally could see her. She was running this successful business, helping women dive deeper into themselves and slow down in their life and just surrender to the flow. And in by doing so, they also built this amazing business that can support the lifestyle that they are craving. And I could see the whole thing. And in my head, I was like, I don't know how long it's going to take me to reach that vision. And I'm not here to put a timeline on it. So I'm not necessarily saying by the end of 2024 or after a year, I am making this many figures. I am just saying that I am working towards this vision. And for me, I decided to break down what it looks like one year from now, five years from now, and 10 years from now. And then I really zoomed in on my one-year plan to break down what I needed to do. And within that, I decided there's only a few things that I really need to prioritize. And that is my podcast, my content, my content creation, and my email list. And for that, I put it in order of priority. I looked at that year and what I wanted to. So I had the three. I had the podcast, content creation, specifically Instagram and TikTok kind of like combined. Um, And then my newsletters and my email list. So I bought a planner and I wrote down every single Wednesday, a new podcast episode is going out. But I also put down when I was going to add to putting out podcast episodes because I knew that that was not necessarily the end of it, just once a week. I broke down to what I ideally would love to see. I was trying to see if I could find the note, but I have it all in like my notes app, but I'm not finding it right now. 
found it. So my ideal schedule, if I had all the means in the world and I could put something out into the world, I was like, if I had all the people on my team, every single Sunday, a new newsletter would come out called the Sunday Recharge. And this is just giving you actionable things to do to recharge, not necessarily reset your Sunday, but recharge. And I'm really intentional with that word because what you're doing is great. You're already on your healing path and journey and you don't need to keep resetting it like you're going. And on Sundays, maybe you just need to recharge your battery. How do you go inwards and replenish different pieces of your body and your mind and your soul that need it? So for me on Sundays, it's a recharge versus reset. And I would love to send out like guided meditations, journaling prompts, um, little messages and I would love for that to go out every single Sunday. So I put that down for my ideal content schedule. I also put down on Mondays, I would have a monthly energy reading, which is this one right here. And so it's kind of like the first Monday of the month and it is just, I'm going to pull some tarot cards um, on the night of the full moon from the previous month to kind of get a glance at the year not the year, the month ahead, but then also just kind of like some life updates and a lesson that I currently have learned and feel like I can share with you. And then ideally on Tuesdays, I would love to put out a blog post all about mindset, but currently in this plan, I don't think that is possible. It is not, yes, one day I would love that, but currently in this plan, I don't have the hours or the energy to put out that blog post yet. So for now, I'm just keeping it on the back burner. I'd love it to be bi-weekly, but we'll see how it goes and where it goes and when it comes into creation. But I knew I just wanted that in the ideal plan one day. And then Wednesdays, I would love to always have a podcast episode go out and this be more of a solo sit down, let's catch up. Like we're at brunch with our friends, just like sipping on some mimosas and or whatever you drink and then just catching up, answering questions and really going into lessons that I am currently learning on my own healing journey and different perspectives you could try out to see if they work for your life. And I would love that to be weekly. And then Thursdays would be another blog post, and that would be bi-weekly, all about mindfulness. Same thing as the Tuesdays. I don't know when this comes in, if it comes in at all in 2024, maybe 2025, 26, maybe in 2030. Like, who knows when that comes in? I just, on my head, I'm like, I know it needs to eventually fit in the puzzle. It's just not yet. And that's one of those things that it's not a fuck no, it's not a fuck yes, it's a not yet. I don't know when it's coming, but it will come. And then I would love for Fridays to be a guest episode featuring their story. However, I knew right away in my head, I was like, by the end of 2024, I want every single week to have a brand new guest featuring all these amazing women out there sharing their own story and what they're working through and lessons they've learned on their own healing path and ways they can even support you because I feel like as I've been on this path, I have wanted to reach out to people. I just don't know who to reach out to or what they even offer. And I feel like I would love to create almost like a library of all these amazing coaches and women and service providers and healers that you can almost like browse through to be like, I need help um, with trauma. 
I'm going to go to this person. I need help with cycle syncing. I'm going to go to this person. Like just almost having like point people. I would love for it to get there. However, I know energetically, time-wise, just production level that I can do, I can't do that every single week for all of 2024. So I allowed myself to do no guest episodes all of quarter one because I'm really focusing in on those solo episodes and making those as amazing as they can be and learning how to really channel into the messages that are like ready to pour into you. Um, And then in quarter two, I'm going to bring on three guests for all of quarter, three guests for all of quarter two, one each month. I don't know who they are yet. I'm sure the universe will put in some pings and some nudges. And if you're listening to this and you feel the pull to be a guest in quarter two, definitely just reach out. Um, And you can do so on Instagram. We are back to the original at jenmurphy.co because that just felt so authentic and just so me. And then in quarter three, we'll be turning those into bi-weekly. So just every other week, we're coming in with a guest. That way we can gear up for quarter four to be weekly. And then we go into Saturdays. And I would love, love, love to do a YouTube video that's almost like a weekly vlog, kind of like a weekly diary. And this is more so what I'm envisioning is Isabella Page or Isabella Page, um, how she almost has like a not to the (laughs) honestly not. I don't want to say not to the quality of her because I think I could get there, but I'm definitely at the way beginning stages. Like I can't even take a full video um, with the right like settings. So like it would take a while to get to her level, but I don't think it's impossible. But I also don't see it as part of my plan currently to be at that level. But I would love almost like how she shares her week and then it's almost an overlay of a diary entry. At least this is the feeling I get from it. It's like a self-reflection on her entire week and lessons she's learned. And there's clips pulling in. And sometimes it's just her talking to the camera within a clip being like, this is where it's at. And right now I'm getting really comfortable just talking to the camera for myself, for my own memories, not with the intention of publishing them. And that is where I envision this one day going. So right now, no idea when a YouTube channel would come out, if it's even in 2024, 25, 26, maybe 2030. I definitely, for that one, would ideally love someone to film for me and then do all the editing. But I think for it to come to life, I would do the filming and I would need to be able to afford to hire someone out for the editing. Um, and that's just currently not in my budget and I'm not feeling pulled to make that a priority within my budgeting right now. So that's kind of what I did. That was a long winded way of saying I made a plan that way. And so within that, I had what I was really focusing on this year. And then within that, how realistically, how can I build up to what I want, how I want to be showing up in quarter four. So with the newsletters, I want them weekly. I personally think I can write a newsletter in 30 minutes a week. Maybe by the time we get to quarter two, I start bringing in meditations and I'm able to allow more time into that content. I don't know yet, but I know I can minimally, minimally show up with my best intention for 30 minutes a week to put out a newsletter. 
And then looking at the podcast, I know I would just love to have every time I create a podcast strategy and schedule, I always want to include a life update because sometimes I just feel like I need to sit down, almost ramble to get every everything out for me to just process, but also to get out the messages that are really meant for you that I'm sometimes shielding or trying to like tie in a pretty bow and just get it all out, but also to connect in with the moon energy and the universe and provide you a tarot reading or an energy reading. Again, it depends on what deck I'm feeling pulled or what card layout I'm feeling pulled. Um, Sometimes it will be tarot. Today is going to be tarot. Other times it might be oracle. Sometimes it'll be a mix. But I knew if I ideally want it in quarter four to be monthly, then I can just show up monthly for it. That's not that I have enough energy and time in my schedule to allow for that. Maybe in 2025, I do more than monthly. But my goal for quarter four is monthly. And I think I can do that the whole time. And then with my podcast, that is my number one priority, the weekly Wednesday episodes. And if that's what I want by quarter four, I think out of everything, that is my top priority, that it is going out every single week. And then wanting to get to the guests, like I said, how I'm going to do no guests quarter one, three lucky, amazing women who get to come on here and share their story and their voice will come on in quarter two. And then I believe six will be coming on in quarter three, and then 13 in quarter four. So I'm super excited to see the different woman that the universe places in front of me for that and who I get to connect with on a deeper level and learn from and just hear their stories myself. Um, And on top of all that, I also feel very called to be posting as much as possible. I would love to post every single day on Instagram and on TikTok. However, I'm not putting my pressure, any pressure on me right now for that because I am going to do my best to be planning. My goal is to do that, but I'm building up the habit of content creation right now. And if maybe some days I'm only, some weeks I'm only able to get three posts out, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm also not going to lose sleep over it. I'm not going to throw away boundaries that I've set to make it happen. If I am living authentically and I'm living in presence, I have enough time to show up every single day on Instagram and TikTok. So that's what should be happening. I just know life does happen and I'm not going to let myself be filled with guilt for it. So that's almost like a separate goal of learning how to show up for everything that I'm saying, but also be okay if something does step in the way. Um, So I have all of that. So that is the goals. And that is all I'm focusing on for quarter one right now. So weekly newsletters, uh, monthly energy readings, weekly solo episodes, and that's it. So as I was planning out quarter one, I had all of that. And I got really excited about these energy readings. And I was like, well, what do I do? Should I just pull like random cards and go with something? Or should I do it on the spot? And there was something in me where, yes, I would love to just fully do this on the spot. Flip the cards, know it all, just go in. But I don't feel comfortable enough in my tarot reading practice to do that just yet. 
I do feel comfortable to share a reading and tell you the message I received from it. If it resonates with you, amazing. That is my hope. That is the intention behind it. But if it doesn't resonate with you, knowing it's okay to step away from that message. So with that being said, I decided to do them in advance. This past one I did on the full moon in December, December 26, 2023, and I pulled with the intention for today's reading for all of January going into 2024, and I did a Celtic cross spread and I used tarot cards. So if you're brand new to tarot, I'm here to hold your hand and help you. I am personally still learning, but this is a passion on my heart. I just want to learn and be able to do naturally and incorporate in everything that I do. Um, so we're going to kind of be on this journey together, but a Celtic cross, I thought in case you're, you also are interested in learning, I'll explain it a little bit, but this is usually the most frequently used whenever I've gone and paid, um, a healer to do a tarot reading on me, I would say, every time they did the Celtic cross. I'm trying to think of a time they didn't, and I really don't think... There were times people didn't do a Celtic cross tarot spread for me when they did a reading, but I wasn't there for the intent of a reading. Every time I went for a reading with the intention behind of being read, it was always a Celtic cross one. So I thought, why not start with that? Let's bring it on back to the basics. And so in this, there are 10 cards. We have card one, which is the present. And this card is going to be representing what is happening right now in the present time, in my life, in your life, whosoever life this message is resonating with. Um, Don't feel like you have to pull it to be your message. Some of these messages aren't meant for everyone. There's no way there's one single message that is meant to hit every single soul listening to this. So just know if it's not resonating, that message isn't for you and you can move on. Um... So the first card is present where you are currently, and it's starting to really look into your state of mind and how you are perceiving the situations all around you. And then card two is laid on top sideways, and it's the challenge card. And that card represents the immediate challenge or problem you're currently facing. So card one is where you currently are and how you're perceiving the situation. And card two is the actual challenge. What is keeping you stuck there? And if it was resolved, like what, how would life be so much easier? So the next card is the past. And that's representing all the events that led up to this current situation we're dealing with. And then card four is the future. And that's where you're going within the next few weeks, months, years, Um, when you're doing the pull, if you're pulling cards, you can be specific in that. I don't necessarily always go for a specific amount. Sometimes it comes out within me hearing the message. Card five reflects your goals and your aspirations and like the best possible outcome. So if everything went your way, where do you want to be? Like that is what's above. And then below is almost like not necessarily the opposite of worst case scenario, but is more so within your subconscious and the underlying feelings and trends that are associated with this. So when the situation comes up, how do you feel about it? And that feeling is causing a thought. And like, how is your whole subconscious programming right now? Like, do we need to do some rewiring? Like, what is going on? And then you will have card seven, which is next to that, well, no, it's at the bottom. (laughs) 
It's easier if you just search a Celtic cross layout to know the order. Um, but this is your advice and really what the, the message from the universe and what they're giving you. Card eight is going to be external influences. So this could be people, energies, different events um, that may put in question the outcome that is coming to you. And then we have card nine, which is your hopes and fears. This is normally a fear that is very like big on your heart, a huge limiting belief right now. But in reality, that fear is just hope in a disguise. There is something within that fear. Something is triggering you to fear that because you know what is on the other side is so beautiful, but it's scary to take that jump. So this one is really pulling into that. And then card 10 is the final outcome. Like if you go through the entire journey the universe has laid out for you, like this is where you will end up. And granted, I just want to say things change. Life happens. You have your own free sense of will. So whatever the outcome is, you can be taking different actions, different um, circumstances might come up and all of that will influence the final outcome. So whether you like or dislike the outcome, there is a chance it can change and you do have the option to change it yourself. Okay, so as I was saying about where the cards kind of are, it's because there's two sections. There's like a cross um, that we started with and then all the way over is like the staff of the cross. Um, so it's four cards going up on the right. Um, so... I am excited. So the cards I pulled are amazing. And again, I pulled them in advance just because I wanted to not necessarily be trying to share this message in panic and in um, almost like an anxious style of trying to, it reminds me of when you're younger, at least for me when we would do round robin reading and someone would be called on for a paragraph and you knew you were number five and you'd sit there and count down five paragraphs and just practice that whole thing and then it would come to you and you still couldn't do it or that's all you did and you didn't comprehend anything else so I felt like trying to do it on the spot was going to give me that feeling again and I was like that is not the way any of these messages are meant to come out and across by and for me, to get to that point, step one is just to do the pulls not live. And that's what we're doing. So I pulled all these cards. I wrote little notes based on the channeled message that I got. But I am fully right now just going to read the note and let whatever channeled message come out, come out. Okay, so card one was the present. And what was pulled for the month of January 2024 is the Wheel of Fortune reversed. And this card is really just, I'm going to kind of describe it a little bit, but it's a revolving wheel and it means the, the journey of life, the circle of life. And in each corner of this card is a piece that signifies the other cards within the tarot deck. So we have the some cups, we have the pentacles, wands, swords, all of it goes back into that, saying that everything will be coming together to make the wheel of life. And presently, since this card was reversed, presently, 
Luck has not been on your side. At least that is the feelings you have on your heart. But you are ready to let go of those feelings and that limiting belief because luck can be on your side and you are worthy of luck. But whatever is happening right now, it's completely outside of your control. And if you hang on too tightly, trying to fix it and morph it into this other thing, you're going to become frustrated because the universe has a plan and it is doing everything in its power to stay on track with that plan. So the more you cling tightly and try to direct, the harder the universe is also pulling to bring you back on track. So what you need to currently be doing is just rolling with the punches and like trusting what the universe is placing in front of you because by the time you accept all of this, you're going to be able to start moving forward. And that is when we really start to identify the problem that we're facing. And so the second card that was pulled was the Ten of Pentacles reversed. And this one shows an old person that's seated in an archway to this amazing castle in the background. And he has two dogs beside him, followed by a couple of young children. And in it are the Ten Pentacles around the image. And this is basically showing you... um, that the problem you're facing right now, the reason you are feeling like you want to control this situation in front of you is because of financial failure, of lack of resources. You feel like you have used up all your money and your finances. You're like, I'm not good with money. I want to become abundant. I'm manifesting abundance for 2024. Like the universe is just going to give me $10,000 months every single month because I'm going to actively make the choice. I am a coach. Well, the problem is that's not how it works. And you are feeding your subconscious all these limiting thoughts of you're not worthy, you're not good enough, because you are not receiving this wild expectation you are expecting the universe to deliver without giving her anything in return. What the universe is asking you to do is redefine your current sense of security. Is it actually knowing what the next step is? Or is it feeling so sure of yourself and where you are in your life? What is it that you actually want? I'm going to share a little bit after this about when I learned the lesson that what I thought I wanted was just a societal timeline that was placed on top of me. Um, And then you want to start investing in things that are going to feed your self-worth. And this, when I say investing, it does not necessarily mean with money. It can be time. It can be energy. It can be boundaries. It does not always have to come back to finances. And that's currently kind of the problem where you're at. You're feeling very tight with your finances. You're like, how do I go all in? I'm so drained from my job. How do I go all into my business? I have no money. I'm in debt. I can't pay credit card bills. Like, where are you in your finances? And just take a step back, take a breath, and forgive yourself for getting to that level. Acknowledge with the universe, yes, I'm here. I'm, I can't believe I let it get to here and I've ignored you, but I'm going to do better right now to listen and to follow your guidance because I know by surrendering and follow, following your guidance, you're going to bring me to this life of abundance. And I don't know when that is, but it is coming and I'm going to be doing all the actions you're putting in front of me. So with the problem that's happening, 
we want to start to look beyond it. So to look beyond it, you first need to look into your past. And the next card we pulled was the four of pentacles. And this one was upright. And this depicts a person who's sitting on a stool, holding on tight to their pentacles. They have one under each foot, one on top of their head, um, and one on their chest with their arms like tightened around it. And this is really showing that in the past, you felt secure, but you felt secure because you were restrained and controlled. And you've, you were able to accumulate all these significant things, all these things that other people, other souls in this world have on their vision board. But those things that you acquired weren't necessarily right for your heart. They were someone else's things and you no longer felt rewarded when you got them. You didn't have this passion overflowing from your heart. You just immediately was looking for the next thing to accomplish because it was so unaligned that your body, your soul couldn't even register that you finally achieved something. So at the time you thought that was the right thing and that is okay. I'll share again after about when I thought this and it's a hard pill to swallow, at least it was for me, um, to let go of the past and know that those years weren't race wasted. They were just part of your journey. And then looking into the future, we have the four of wands and it was upright. And this, it's a beautiful card. It shows two people. They have their hands up high, dancing with some flowers, and they're beneath this large wreath. And it's tied to four poles, which are the wands. And it gives the feeling of safety and comfort and familiarity. Um, And that's your future. By surrendering this problem of finances or even just security and trust, just surrendering it, you're going to become involved in the next month, in the next year, within this beautiful sisterhood and community. And I really am hoping you join ours, just being here. You don't, again, have to even pay for anything. Just being here and listening to this podcast every single week, maybe giving us a follow, giving me a follow on Instagram. I would love to just get to know you and your soul and just be a part of your journey and you be a part of mine. So by following all this, that is where your future is going. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be lighthearted. And it's a time where you're able to really reinvent and redecorate the space around you because the universe is ready to accept your desires this time. And in order to do that, you're going to have some walls up. So that's where we're going into your subconscious mind. Um, Well, actually, before we go into your subconscious, let's go into your conscious mind. So what is currently happening around you influencing your subconscious? And what I pulled for this was a 10 of wands upright. And this just shows this man. (sighs) He's exhausted and he is just carrying a bundle of wands and his head is down in them and he is walking towards this village. And not far from his final destination is where like where he currently is he doesn't have that far to get and when he gets there this struggle this walk will be over and that is consciously what you are going through you are feeling that pull you're just like i'm almost there you have it in your heart you're like i just need to jump you're feeling the 
feeling to leap. Everyone talks about the leap, but right now we didn't pull the full card. We aren't leaping. You are taking that walk for the month of January. You're almost there. You're pushing through these Maybe it's work and you're feeling burnt out and you're just like, I'm tired. I want to quit. I want to start my business. It's not time yet. You need to relax first. You need to learn how to put up boundaries. You need other pieces of your story to come into life before you reach that destination of going all in on your business. You need to be present in this current building of your business. Um... And so all of that is consciously on your mind. You're starting to go on this journey. You don't know how long it's going to be, but you're trusting it. And by doing all this subconsciously, some things are going to be happening. (laughs) So I pulled the three of pentacles reversed. And this is a man who's working. It looks like a church, a cathedral. Um, he is holding onto a piece of parchment, almost like a big letter. And then there's three people engaged in a conversation, including that priest. Um, and this is really representing some type of group conflict or working alone. And so subconsciously, you, after going on with this journey, I understand it's a long journey and it's like wearing at your heart, but going on, being tired, subconsciously, this is going to affect you. And I'm not saying we're changing it after this episode, but I want you to be aware of it, to know that it is changing, but it's going to change back. Maybe even noticing where it has already changed and slowly putting in the work towards bringing it back to balance. And that can be disorganization. Again, if you're working with other people, working alone, if you are trying to build this business of your dreams, you may feel like you are working alone but really you're in conflict with others. You are probably seeing others as competition when really they are just there on their own journey trying to figure it out as well. And like collaboration goes so much further because even if say you're a mindset coach and there's 10 other mindset coaches, every single person, client, every single client resonates with a different style, a different coach. And so even though one may have all these things that you think is amazing, they may not have the same personality that attracts your ideal client. So not everyone is a competitor for you. And it's time to really start looking at who to collaborate with, who to network with, who to build relationships with. And I promise you, it goes so much further. But Right now, subconsciously, you are feeling like you need some type of change of scenery, maybe something uplifting. You just need this new like shift within your vision, a perspective shift to see, like I was saying, that people around you, other coaches in this field are there to support you. And as you support them, they will support you. It's a two-way street. So that is where we are unconsciously working within January into 2024, just really starting to build up this community around yourself and around us. And then we have the moon upright for the influences or for your influence. And this is showing a wolf and a dog standing on either side of a path and they are showing more of our wild and civilized sides. 
So we have the dog who is more civilized compared to the wolf who is more wild. And they are looking up at the sun with the moon inside of it. And they are just trying to see from the same angle. And that is currently the influence you are taking. You are almost scared. You want to see your intuition, but you're too scared to follow it. You want to figure out the illusion in front of you and separate it so you know what to do. But when you get there, you end up backing down because it's a change and you're not sure if you're safe and you want to just be cautious. And the moon is just telling you that things might not be as they seem, but you need to be trusting and following through with your instincts in order to see beyond the illusion. And you might be experiencing mood swings or maybe a sense of insecurity and stability. And if you're waiting for an answer, you're going to be waiting for a bit because like we said earlier, you are on this path. This is not a let's leap into the future right now. We are on our path. This is the story you are going to be sharing with your clients Um, one day when you go through your entire story, this is it right here. You are going to reflect back to this moment and be like, this is when it started. Like this is when 2024 is when it finally started to click for me. And I started going up on my path. I started to up level. And while all this is happening, we also have our external influence. And I pulled the queen of swords upright. And this is showing this woman sitting on her throne and it's decorated very nicely. There's some butterflies, um, but she has a very stern face on and she's holding a double-edged sword in her right hand. And this is really with the external influences. So people around you, different energies, different environments, this is really starting to weigh in on your perspective and it's encouraging you to have a clear mind and to become independent with yourself instead of with them. And so the queen of swords is telling you to make judgments without your emotion necessarily. Sometimes we try to take in everyone around us and how it makes them feel and it changes the perspective we're looking at. And yes, there are moments in life when that is important, but right now for you and for the business you want to build in 2024, look at yourself in your own vision. What do you want? What is needed? And make that decision before taking into account anyone else. I want you to start taking inventory of all the facts you know. Yes, this is what I want. This is what's possible. This is how much I'll make. This is what I'll save in a year. This is what I'll do with the money. Yes, you have all those answers. And is it a priority for you? If it is, that has to come first before you say yes to anyone else. Um, And be ready to be a bit independent because sometimes people are going to fade away on this journey because they're not used to be, they're not used to being put second. And just, you don't necessarily have to get rid of people. I'm not saying you have to have a whole breakup. Um, just match their energy sometimes or put out the energy you're able to put out. And if you're seeing they're not matching your own energy, make a note to them. If you're only able to put in 20% to that friendship, Make sure they're only putting in 20%. Don't be draining their battery of them putting in 100%. Be able to communicate 
like how much you're able to give and receive. And then we go into your hopes and fears. And like I said, this is the fear that is really a hope that is disguised. And I pulled the page of wands reverse and I just got goosebumps as I said that. Um, and this is this man. He's well-dressed head to toe and there's nothing around him. There's some mountains in the background, kind of looks like he's in a desert and he's holding a wand and at the top are some sprouting leaves. And really what this is saying is that you have a lack of direction right now. You're, you're feeling your needs to procrastinate on your own spiritual path. And maybe you're feeling the rumblings within your gut of this creative energy, but you have no idea how to put it into action. So you're just kind of staying in that rumbling stage. And this is the time that I want you to think rather than taking action. Again, we are on this walk for January. We are not just leaping into this new plan. I want you to feel... I want you to feel everything that is happening and then I want you to take the action that is on your heart and you might be scared to take that action and it might seem like the wrong one but trust the one that is pulling at your heart to go on because this card is showing you're going to get there in an alternative way than how you normally are. And it ends up improving the original vision because the vision you have currently of where you are going, it's not even in full focus. You think you see it all and there's really like a widened lens with so much more and that's where we're going. So as you start to really feel and dissect these emotions, go into your shadow self, all of this is going to help you open up and see your entire future that is available. And by the end of this month or 2024, beautiful things are going to come. We got the lover's card upright. And this card represents healthy relationships, balance, harmony. It's like a symbol of unity in a relationship and the confidence and strength it provides. And a lot of times people assume this is about a lover or a partner. But this, for me, I think... The majority of the time when I pull it, it's about yourself and your love with yourself and all the different versions of yourself. And so by the end of 2024, you are going to know yourself so much more deeply and you're going to be so much further on your healing journey because going and creating your business is the biggest personal development journey or healing journey you can take. You're going to be faced with so many limiting beliefs. You're going to be hitting imposter syndrome hard some days. You're going to feel like you need to be a perfectionist and really you're just procrastinating. You're going to start seeing all these different triggers and just habits that are coming out of your subconscious that are really underlying a whole other area you get to explore. So by the end of 2024, you're going to have explored so many new pieces of yourself that there's no way your business isn't going to be at the next level or even at the first level. And so I'm super excited for you and for me for that entire reading because I just feel like there's so much that is about to come. Um, and I want to kind of touch on my own journey based on that. So after I did that poll, I kind of did a free write for myself that I'm going to read for you. Um, and I don't necessarily remember what I wrote here, but I just did automatic writing 
And then I remember I reread it and just kind of cleaned it up to make sure it was exactly what I was trying to put out. And so this is all about how to surrender to the flow of the universe and my own experience of how I've learned to surrender. And I'm not saying I am by all means the best at surrendering. There's still times I'm holding on tightly. It's a learning process. But one of the times that has brought me to where I am now is what I'm going to share with you. Okay, so this is my journal entry on how to surrender to the flow of the universe. I felt like everything I was doing was taking me further away from my higher self. I felt like I was running in circles, making the same mistakes, living the same life again and again. Even through the days, weeks, and years, they all got repetitive. I thought I had figured it all out. I thought that the true key to success was through my career, through a career that I picked at the age of 18, a version of me who was still growing, who was still learning, who was still evolving, a version of me who I look at with compassion now. She was a young woman filled with determination, dedication, and a vision for her future. But standing right beside her were pieces of her shadow that she thought she needed to wear as her armor. And she wore it proudly, and she always thought it was something that needed to be shared. These shadows were the beliefs to keep her small and to play it safe. And there really was no evil intention set up behind these beliefs that she kept saying again and again to herself. But the souls that were on her journey and on her path had embedded them into her subconscious where they started to get stuck in that repetitive cycle. And by being stuck, she started to believe that narrative as the truth. And those beliefs led her to a career that sucked her energy dry. Although she had all the things many wished for in their life, she was missing the feeling of joy. She lost the spark that her younger self held proudly on her chest. She lost the feelings of presence. She forgot what it was like to laugh, to love, to feel. She let it all go because taking time to feel any of those emotions took away from her career. She didn't have the time. And if she didn't show up for her career, then she wouldn't have any money. And if she didn't have any money, she would never reach that vision of freedom that she kept dreaming of. Again, a vision she drew as a child. A vision that her soul of 18 years believed to be the only truth behind finding true happiness. And this vision of freedom was a white picket fence with a family being a teacher. Her soul started to crave happiness though, and it was a feeling that was so unfamiliar that it was impossible to find. Her cravings were disguised as sadness, isolation, anxiety, depression, and she really believed those feelings. She let them become her identity. She let them take over her subconscious mind. She started creating routines that became rituals to take her deeper into her hole of darkness, a place that she yearned to find. She, was, she just wanted to know more. She felt like it would be a blanket of safety, even though she knew she was going deeper into the darkness. It was a place where she could yell out to everyone that she finally hit rock bottom because for whatever reason she thought by hitting rock bottom, that would be an accomplishment. And that version of me let herself believe that if she let herself get all the way to the bottom, then she would have no choice but to go up. And it did work. 
I hit the bottom after allowing myself to fall further and further throughout the years. But what I didn't realize is the different levels of the darkness. Not all levels are unlocked from the beginning. For some, we need to overcome obstacles in the easier levels. At that time, I thought I had hit rock bottom. But now I realize that I could have hit it a year earlier or even five years earlier. You see, rock bottom is the turning point, the point that you mentally said no. You put your foot down. Your mind said no to suffering. Your mind decided enough was enough. And you decided enough was enough because you are in fact your mind. There was something there in that moment when you decided to turn the corner, something big enough to challenge you to get back up, to challenge you to choose yourself and to choose your life. The moment was when you or the moment was when I finally heard my intuition for the first time in years. It was a soft voice saying, now isn't the time. It was an unfamiliar voice that I barely could hear. In fact, I have no idea what she said to this day. All I know is how she made me feel. It was a feeling that at the time I could never describe. Looking back, I can tell you it probably lasted for like 0.5 milliseconds. I couldn't even describe this feeling for you now. All I know is something inside me, deep inside me, chose me. And now I'm not saying I went from zero to 100 overnight. Trust me, I am still working towards 100 over here. But that feeling sparked a thought in me, one single thought, a thought that I would later learn to be. I surrender to the flow of the universe. This thought would play on repeat. At first, it happened maybe one time a year. Then it would come up maybe twice a year. Over the years, months, weeks, and days, that thought worked up to play at least once a month. It continued each time programming my brain slowly to fully believe that statement. I'm telling you, this was not overnight. It was after years. But eventually, it was rewiring my brain. And yes, you can make it happen faster. But at that time, I had no idea you could even recalibrate your mind. Never mind streamline your subconscious, like didn't know any of that could happen. But slowly over all that time, that new thought pattern formed. And in fact, it is still coming and forming today. I'm getting deeper and deeper into surrendering to the flow of the universe. And it's just coiling around my brain. And as it becomes the ingrained belief, my subconscious no longer has to keep it on repeat because it is just me. It is my being. And after five years of this new thought on my mind, I got this feeling, again, a feeling in my gut that I couldn't explain, and a feeling I just knew I had to follow. And that feeling led me to leaving my career in education. I realized there was more out there, more possibilities, more stories, and more souls that my story needed to meet. I had no idea of how it was going to work out. I battled with the idea for years because I felt like I was giving up. I had found millions of reasons to justify why I left, but I've learned over the time it doesn't really matter. You see, sometimes we feel the need to make something make sense when in reality, it was just a minor part of your story. Yes, I loved teaching. I loved being with the children. I'm currently back in there substitute teaching. But those were just the stories that I told myself. Stories that molded my existence into someone else's vision. I may in fact love teaching and I may love working with the children. But I picked that career at the age of 18. At an age that I didn't understand what I know now. 
what I know about my whole journey and my healing and my growth. I was also at an age that my brain wasn't fully developed. And I thought the true key to happiness was money. Yes, I know, teachers don't make a lot, but I thought that they made just enough, enough for this mediocre life that was fed to me growing up, a life filled with safety and societal timelines, a life that kept me following the path of someone else instead of carving my own. And then one year later, I felt that feeling again. I'm telling you, this was a process That feeling I was feeling was the same one as the last time I heard my intuition. It was a feeling I can't explain, but one that was so deep in my gut that I just knew I had to pursue. It is almost like a trance comes over you and you can't stop thinking about it. And this time, I didn't let it take a full year before I made the move. I still let it take long, but I wasn't the full five years. This time it was just the one. And this feeling caused by the thought, I surrender to the flow of the universe. That thought that was previously becoming ingrained in my mind, part of the journey before this, the thought that just to flow and surrender, that thought now sparked this new idea. The thought that originally sparked curiosity, I let that feeling take over my body and trusted me to to the pull towards creating and building my own business. And in this moment, I had no idea what to create. I just knew I needed to take a step, a step that I was determined not to get messy. (laughs) I was too scared to go all the way into the embodiment of my new vision. So I pulled from some of my best, some societal influenced visions. I created a business focused on education because I couldn't waste my degrees that I got. I mean, I have all those student loans and they have to be worth something. So at that time, I created Mindfully Educating. And this was a place where I started to bring mindfulness into education. I remember the night I decided on the name. I explained to my mom, it's great because it can be strictly about education, but maybe one day I could venture into teaching yoga and meditation. Um, And I was reminded throughout the following weeks by external influences that working with the hippie woo-woo world would make no money. So if I was going to make a business, it needed to stay within education. And I needed to remember I had degrees. I was still paying off. And just looking back at that place in that time, I see the little spark of going into yoga and meditation and a healing journey and helping others. But I was still too scared to step all the way there. And that's where I pulled back and listened to those external influences and let them program my brain instead of me. Let them convince me it's hippie woo-woo and that there's no money in it. I let all of that become the narrative and I let it control my life. But then I felt the ping again six months later. And that feeling cut into my gut saying it was time for the next level. You might notice these pings are starting over time to get faster and faster. And that is what happens when you start to learn how to accept it because the universe is giving you that ping. If you don't hear it, it's giving it to you again. And it will give it to you until you hear it. So it might last years. It might last days. It might last minutes. You have to listen and you have to hear. But anyways, six months later, that feeling cut into my gut saying it was time for the next level, the next chapter of my story. It was a feeling I was learning to believe is true. And the feeling was initially 
created by the thought I surrendered to the flow of the universe, but this time I knew the business was on the right track when I heard that statement, but something was off. Yes, I was supposed to be going after a business, but something with education was off. So my gut told me it was time to shift fully into yoga and mindfulness, but even though I heard the ping... I didn't listen because I let those external influences get so loud in my head and they told me I just needed to niche even deeper into education. So I did and I created SPED Collective. And this time my business shifted, but it shifted to focus on special education resources for teachers. I had my story set, the one that took me out of the classroom, but every time I went to share it, I had no words. My throat chakra was fully blocked and nothing made sense, and I just felt like I never could fully get my message out. If I couldn't even figure out my message, how was I supposed to get anyone to actually hear it? Then three months later, that feeling settled in my stomach. This time I knew it was time to shed another layer of my societal vision. And this layer led me to the world of spirituality and personal development. Some of these patterns were in the background faintly before, but again, it was the little wheels turning to bring this full picture into my mind. And I now knew it was time to follow that calling on my heart by shifting my business yet again. And then 15 days later, that feeling hit me again right in my gut, the feeling of another up level, an up level that at the time I viewed as a downgrade. (laughs) It felt like I was running in circles, trying a rinse and repeat of my previous businesses, um, keeping a little bit of societally accepted visions mixed in. My vision was slowly getting clearer, but there was still a lot of murkiness and the water clouding my full vision. But I just thought it was because I wasn't trying hard enough. And to make up for the blurred vision, I retracted the thought I was programming. I wanted to cut it fully off because life was getting scary. And to clarify, it was getting so amazing that it scared me. All the other beliefs in my mind were taking over, telling me I wasn't worthy of good things, that I didn't deserve success, and that I was a nobody that didn't actually matter. I started to feel that feeling in my gut again, basically every single day, but I ignored it. I ignored it because I was currently comfortable, comfortable in this mediocre life that was keeping me safe, comfortable in a reality that I created to be predictable. But that feeling kept tugging, reminding me it wasn't scary. It was just time for another up level, an up level that reminded me that I am loved an up level that reminded me that the universe sees my needs, and an up level that reminded me to stay present in this current moment, a level that knew that I had been getting swept up in the, in the momentum of habitual consciousness. I had been getting lost in the idea of perfectionism and predictability, and the universe started to send reminders to me through signs, angel numbers, and pings to take a moment to stop, breathe, and just be. This level helped remind me of the importance of nourishing my energy. My soul was starting to dry up again, getting to that entryway of darkness, a place I let myself fall before searching for that bottom, a place I did choose to climb out of before, and a place I never wanted to return to. So I decided to recharge my body. Not reset, just recharge. Recharge the energy that I allowed to drain out recharge the energy running through my body. It was time to fill me back up and plug me back into source energy. 
And while charging, I started to release any guilt or shame I had about my own needs. I started to let life just flow around me. I let myself get messy. I started feeling things again and using my senses. I allowed my body to flow, moving around anything stagnant, releasing energy that was just taking up space with no intention, releasing energy that blocked my joy. I started to learn how much joy the universe gains from being able to give to me. I learned that in this space of allowing the universe to provide, it creates a sense of joyful communion, a chance for us to bind together. This space allowed energy to move freely, letting it explore all the crevices of my body, dusting away cobwebs as she brought it to my intention, an energy that actually makes magic happen. And then the pain came back, reminding me of the thought I have been nurturing without even realizing. I surrender to the flow of the universe. This ping brought me back to where I currently am, a level that is unfamiliar but comforting, an up-level that is bringing me to the future on my journey towards joy and happiness. In the past, I have let guilt write my narrative. Guilt for leaving my childhood vision of being a classroom teacher. Guilt for losing touch with my soul. Guilt for ignoring my intuition. I let it define me and scare me. But that feeling in my gut is telling me it's time we let go. It's time to let go of that false modesty of guilt. I deserve what the universe is providing me. Yes, there are privileges and some people are born into a human body with an advantage in life. But I need you to disconnect from them. They are a soul on their own journey. And currently, their journey has them in this body. They are fighting. They are figuring it out, too. And it's probably a bunch of different lessons. But nonetheless, it's a lesson that they were assigned to. They have their own beautiful power that they will unlock. But it is time to ask the universe for help that you need. And when she provides, welcome her with open arms. Heck, Open your arms right now and welcome her already. I've learned over the past few years, all 30 to be exact, that I myself am a radiant sun in human clothing. And honestly, I need to start acting like it. A sun that shines bright and lights up her whole universe. A sun that is just me. That's my inner child, my future self, my higher self, my shadow self, every version of myself a sun that disguises my soul. And in order for the sun to rise, it has to rest and recharge. Every night, the sun goes down and the moon goes up. This allows, the, this allows rest for the sun so she can create a beautiful sunrise in the morning. And it's the same for us. We must rest to create the beautiful vision that is in our hearts. To reach this vision, we must allow ourselves to switch off between our different energetic roles. We need to take time to be ourselves. And I promise you, you will be more efficient and effective. It's important that we rest now so we can play. Listen, work can wait. I understand your goal is to build this dream business, but it can wait. Isn't the whole point of building this business to allow you the freedom to live your life? In order for that to happen, you have to be living your life. The abundance will come. The money will flow. But all our desires come the quickest when we are operating from the frequency of joy. And to reach that frequency, we must play. And to reach that, we must let go so everything can fall into the flow. Okay. I don't know where to go with that. (laughs) 
Um, so this is the first time we're doing one of these energy healings. And honestly, it may change in the future. It may not. But it'll be interesting what I think of this as I do the editing. Um, I, in the future, want to try doing, or even right now, the most minimal amount of editing. However, like I said at the beginning, I'm losing my voice. And as I started getting to like certain pieces of this episode, I needed to take like water breaks because I was going to go into coughing fits and I did go into coughing fits and I don't want you to hear all that. You don't need to. <laughs> so there will be some slight editing, but yeah, I thought that was interesting just even right now reading my entry from the other day and how it came across um, and even how my voice decided to read it. I kind of allowed myself to detach a little bit and just let it be read in the tones my voice felt to express it. So I will be interested to see how that all goes. But yeah, I am so excited for this new journey with you. And I hope you're in for a fun ride. Um, I will be back Wednesday with the next podcast episode. Um, and this one is going to be all about why you'll never manifest abundance if you're still clinging to scarcity. So let's get right into it, um, on Wednesday, the 3rd of January. And yeah, I hope to see you guys then. If you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to me on Instagram. I do want to connect with you and build that community, uh, even If it is just talking through the DMs, I want you to know you're not alone and that I am here. And if anything resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. I love just seeing the connections that this all makes. And yeah, I hope you have an amazing 2024. Be sure to let me know what you are working on, whether you're deciding to do resolutions or goals, focusing on all of 2024 or just going in quarter by quarter. Let me know. Send me a DM at jenmurphy.co. Let me know kind of the vibes you're going for for 2024. Um, And yeah. Okay. Well, have a wonderful year ahead of you and a wonderful couple few days until I see like not see you again but until I come chat with you again and have an amazing January I'm excited to see you reach the lover's card um, and just really falling in deep with yourself and the worthiness you deserve and yeah I love you. I am sending so much light your way and I'll see you next time. Bye.